Good evening, and welcome to the Elite Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Von Don, along with my co-host, Chad Patterson. It's very hot in this room. It's not cold. I'll be very honest with you, I am sweating a little bit. Addison Elko? Equally hot. Not cold. At least you got a tank on. That was a good move. I was, when I came back up here for a hot second and got my, uh, my dry cleaning. Yeah. And I was just wondering, like, how are you just laying in here all day in the heat? Like, and at, at any point, did you have the AC on at all? I was outside a lot, too. Oh, okay. And... I don't know. My room doesn't get that hot. I have the window fully open and the fan on. It's pretty hot in here. Yeah, once again, it's not cold, so we'll definitely specify that. But you know what? Uh, we're going to fight through the elements, and we're going to produce the best podcast possible because we're champions. Well, That's you're what we used do. to the flames. You expire to the flames a lot. Of course. I like the warmth. Very, very happy, very comfortable, <laughs> um, very satisfying uh, when you sleep. Um, I believe you guys both subscribe to the same same ideology, no? The yeah. flames are nice, yeah. yeah they're the not bad. Are, I love them. <laughs> Yeah, they're fantastic. Um, so that being said, we have a relatively short episode compared to some of the other episodes that we put out. I mean, just because it's it's the NFL season's in full force. We're not going to have as many trades. We're not going to have as many bets. Um, and there's not going to be as many injuries and as many stories. So you know what? We're going to provide you with the hottest takes, the best available information out of there, get in and out on your commute, and you're going to be better off as a dynasty owner from listening. Also, today's Thursday. Thursday Night Football is on in less Call than an rush. hour. I'm hungry. A lot of factors going into this being a shorter episode. Yeah, so it's... Absolutely. So let's start start with some news and notes. Uh, One of the most notable things uh, injury-wise was with quarterback Sam Bradford, who actually looked very, very good um, throughout the start of the season so far. Unfortunately, he's going to be out. We don't know for how long, but it looks like Case Keenum is going to start this weekend. Not ideal. Not that Case Keenum's the worst quarterback. Obviously, he was like a very high-heralded college quarterback coming from that air raid offense, but... You know, that doesn't really translate to the NFL. Um, so, obviously, it has a major impact from a lot of people. I, I actually just had this conversation with it before, whether to start Thielen in a couple of leagues over a couple of people. Because I don't I don't think Case Keenum can spread the ball around. What do you guys have any thoughts on the situation? I mean, he's obviously not as good as Sam Bradford. He, he's trying to get a few good games last year with the Rams before Joff, uh, golf kind of came out and broke out. Um, but... You know, he's not useless. He's serviceable. Like, I still would consider starting, like, a Thielen and a Diggs in, in a flex spot. Is that think, crazy? I don't think you can bench Diggs. No, at, you can, this, at this point, point, you can't. No. Um, what about Thielen? You can I, bench Thielen. You I can think. bench Thielen. I mean, you could bench Thielen with Bradford, so I don't think it's that crazy to bench him with a backup quarterback. He had the one huge week one, and I think both of them didn't do much week two. The whole offense didn't really do anything week yeah. two. But, yeah, I guess you guys got to ride it out if your, like, trainer in our league has Cooks and... Diggs looked to be really good week one, but you got you need that quarterback because it's weird. Like when the injury was reported, it seemed like the coach like yeah it, it's good, but he can miss like six weeks. <laughs> like well, like you know what I mean? Like there's just so much ambiguity in that statement. So hopefully he's back sooner than later for Tiz's standpoint, and I don't really think that hurts much more than him because like I don't, you know if you're a Thielen owner, he's just a flex player. But I think Trainer is one that's impacted most over this. Well, Greg also just traded for, for Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph. I probably would argue that Rudolph will be fine. Yeah, because if you're, you know, he's going to be better with the better quarterback, and then if you put a backup in there, he may look for the tight end more. So yeah, and Treadwell's matchup proof, so it doesn't really matter. Mm, good point. Um, good point. Uh, actually, a funny thing, I want to actually pose this question for you very quickly. We were talking about this before. Um, if the standard point five PPR league, who do you start this week? Thielen, Sammy Watkins. Thielen, S- Sammy. Yeah, I, I ended up going Sammy, but I, that's what I said. It's it's not that... I think it's very close. Think it's very hasn't close. Sammy done, like, nothing for the first two weeks? He had eight points week one and then, like, five, five week yeah. two. 
Okay. That's what I'm saying. With the, I'm saying with this Case Keenum. News. That's fine. Yeah. I'll, right. I'll still take the one. Yeah. I think Samuel will do something tonight. I, think, I hope I so. I think he's gonna break out a little bit tonight. I would. I would love to Some see walkie it. Walkie Thursday night action. So, I think. I think so that's what's gonna be. Right. Uh, the other major injury that we had uh, was the tight end, old reliable Greg Olson. You hate to see it because yeah, you, <laughs> you hate to see it. He's yeah, he's a great guy. I feel like he's always up for Man of the Year. Like always in commercials. Always production. I think he's a lock to the Hall of Fame, but. He's out this week. A non-contact broken foot. Yeah, Crazy. It's not, it's it's not right. It's not good. Yeah. Um, what is it going to be, like six? At, le- six at least. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it sucks. He's he's always been one of the top probably five tight end for fantasy in a year. Easily. Now. Very underrated, too. It's like the Gronks of the world get talked about. Because he doesn't Kelsey's. have that flashy 20-point game. Greg Olson's just going to put up 10 points and just be quiet about yeah. it. Yeah. Because I'm was because i in a tight end, I guess premium, it's like a tight end bonus if they get over 75 yep. yards. It's not like one and a half PPR. And, you know, I was looking for someone to take, like, in the middle of the rounds, and I was looking who commonly gets over yeah. 75 yards. Just, like, a lot. Oh, like, yeah. over 75 yards. And you want that from your wide receiver, and the tight ends putting up those numbers. Yeah. Um, Cam loves the big targets. He does. So it's definitely definitely a blow for, you know, for Greg with Olsen, but you got to think it helps the other wide receivers out get more target share. Sure, sure. Ed Dixon, sneaky waiver wire pickup this week. Definitely. They have no other tight end, so Ed Dixon could be that guy. Yeah. Or is it those. or is it Bucky Hodges? He getting activated? <laughs> is he still in the practice just squad? Get, I think he just got activated, didn't he? Oh, uh, did, did he officially? I don't know. I didn't I see I it. I, I know he got that. signed to the Panthers practice squad. I don't know if he got activated. It's not a bad move. I just he's he's not ready to play tight end. I feel end. like Olsen never gets hurt too. No, no. It kind of sucks to see him go down. This is more of a spike for Funches, Benjamin, I guess McCaffrey for passing. Yeah. Hmm. Curtis Samuel. Yeah. yeah, but uh, like we said, Greg already made the trade for Rudolph, so kind of not. It's obviously a downgrade, but compared to what was out there on the waiver wire, I mean, it was a pretty good, yeah, pretty good move for him. We'll I think we'll dive into that pretty soon. For now, you want to yeah. go over now? For go the first over. Trade? Yeah, might as well. Great transition. Yeah, thank you. Um, so what trade was that? It was the Greg Muller trade. I don't know what he gave up. He gave up. Oh, for Kyle curse. Rudolph. Yeah, it was straight up curse. Curse for Rudolph. I mean, I think it's a fair, it's a very fair trade in my opinion. Curse. Curse looks like he's going to produce this year. Kojak is trying to avoid last place, but Curse isn't that old. He's what twenty eight. But Reed also isn't li- like liable, and he's already gotten banged up. Has he? Isn't like on some kind of injury? Oh yeah, right he now? broke his toe. I mean, he he had a broken toe to start the season. So who's he starting his tight end now? Um, but I, th- I think Jordan Reed's playing. I think he's playing through the the broken. Oh, uh, I forgot he trades. He had three yeah, tight he, ends at one point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was a that's good why move. it was an easy move. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think in a vacuum, I would have. I would rather have the, the Rudolph side. Am I crazy well, yeah, absolutely no, not at all. No. But but situational wise, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you don't. You never need three tight ends, and the other two are arguably better. So, yeah, that was a pretty good move for Greg to avoid having like Jesse James or. Whoever Ed, the backup, Ed Dixon, Ed Dixon, <laughs> starting in his uh, tight end slot this year because he, I mean, this year, this week, because it's a big week for Greg, so he needs he needs reliable points, not like, you know, hope and pray points from his tight end spot because yeah. every point's gonna matter against his matchup this week. Yeah, but Rudolph can do that for you. I like Rudolph definitely, and like we said, the the Keenum effect could help Rudolph get, you know, more his floor would be higher because he probably will get more targets with a, an experienced quarterback. Yeah, I can buy that for sure. Absolutely. Uh, well, moving on to the next trade um, that we're going to go over. It was actually between Chad and Nick Famulari. I believe, correct? We didn't go over that last podcast, the uh, James White trade? No, we did. Oh, we did. All right, so just kidding. 
We're going to go over trade between myself <laughs> we were drunk. and yourself. Yeah, I blacked out that whole podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so another one, uh, Kenny Dixon, uh, definitely an apartment 4C favorite. Apartment 4C favorite. Apartment 4C Gotta favorite. Have Gotta have him. Never and I'll him. probably I'll probably get him back at some point. You probably will. We'll probably talk tonight. Um, but I gave uh, Kenny Dixon, who unfortunately just went down with an additional PD suspension of now six-day games instead of four on top of his season-ending <laughs> ACL tear. I gave Kenny Dixon for a 2018 third, which happened to be my third. Um, so you know it's locked into a bottom two third because my team is pathetic. And for Kenny Dixon, who has an extreme amount of upside. He went pick six when you took him in 2016. A large amount of upside, yeah. Love him. I mean, on tape, he's fantastic. He, he just, still has my heart. Of course. Of course. Him and Treadwell both have my heart. I, I, it's been two years removed. That's not that far. <laughs> you know? It's like um, a girlfriend that you, that you took from me. And now she's realizing that I was better. Absolutely. I, yeah. I mean, you are better. Look, at she's you. just worth a third. Yeah. Yeah. I took the I took the compensatory third. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but she doesn't know about the third. No, 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 no. Unless I text her. You tell, you throw you me tell her fifth. she's worth one So you so you have control here because yeah, you, you send, can, you send can me a fifth. Or again, I'm going to but... text her. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously though. No. <laughs> Good talks. Um. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, a pretty even trade at this point. Obviously, if Kenny Dixon plays at all next year, Chad wins. If he does not play, I win. Yeah, it's just strictly taking a that's, shot. Absolutely. Yeah, I probably wouldn't give a third for him, but I don't think that's like a crazy long shot. No, not at all. Because just given how many thirds don't pan out rookie-wise. That, that's he's essentially, he's essentially still a rookie. So yeah, yeah. Besides, exactly. Besides veterans in the third round, how many third-round rookies actually pan out? And when he played last year, he looked really good. He's so. fantastic. He's a great running back. I think he's worth the worst. I just, I just don't think he... I don't think staying on my team he ever plays again. So I think getting <laughs> him to a new scenery, new locker room, new ownership helps him out a lot. He's got to be pumped hearing this news. So excited. Yeah. His knee just healed completely. It was like a miracle. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the next trade, um, or actually another trade with myself. I thought I actually was was pretty quiet, but turns out that I've made a lot of deals. Um, between myself and Andrew Riggio, um, this actually took a couple of days, um, surprisingly or not. Me and Ridge were going back and forth. Um, Shit Hill, as Andrew Riggio likes to call him, mm. <laughs> was that's how he opened the trade talk. He was a two-fifths for Shit Hill. But they're elite fifths, so obviously I, I wanted to make the <laughs> yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. Props for me getting for holding out. Um, so it ended up being a 2018 third trainers. Um, so as of right now, it's a bottom five third. But I mean, we we all agree that trainer has a lot more talent than where he is currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked him to throw in my 2018 fifth because I've never had my own pick in the last like three years in like any draft. You probably I trade still all won't. of them. I'm gonna hold on to this fifth. I'm gonna no, make sure I no. I'm gonna make sure I draft with this fifth. Mm-hmm. The last, the, funny enough, the last fifth that I traded was in the three-way deal with me and Nick, where we just swapped fifths in all three leagues that we're in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ended up being uh, solid for me, and I think basketball, I, I moved up four spots. Yeah, that was a big, a big win for you. I got Monty Morris, who I immediately cut, um, for Jeremy Hill. So we'll see. We don't know where Jeremy Hill's going to be next year. I can say with quite certainty that it's not going to be with the Bengals, mm-hmm. but we just don't know where he's going to be. He's still young. You still hope he can turn around his situation, especially if it's with a team that has a good offensive line. He can fall forward four yards. Like, he's he's strong enough to do that, and he has touchdowns. What a, what a compliment. The, but, but that's what he's done so far. What has he averaged? 2.5 yards, 2.3 yards, multiple like multiple games. Mm-hmm. It's not good at all. But he, he is young. He has the touchdown upside. Let's hope he goes to a better situation. I'd probably take your side, the third and the fifth. I'd take the picks. Yeah. I mean, it's not a guarantee he gets moved, and if he stays with Cincinnati, he doesn't really have a true role yeah. there. 
Well, I also so, think he's done with his rookie contract finally, so they'll, they'll have to pay him. I don't, I don't think they pay him. Say something, Mark? Yeah. Right. Dude, stop slamming the door. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, we, we apologize. You know, there, there, are some, there are some assholes in this world, and we happen to live around a couple of them. I'm going to gonna throw out um, 4B, 4A, 4A. And, and 4D. I don't know. I don't let anybody I, think about that. People they just the need to slam the door every time they leave or go. Every, like, I don't a, understand. Aggressively. It. Like, there's so much anger behind <laughs> that door leave. slam. They're not happy anytime they're leaving their apartment, which I can't blame them. I like to hang out in the apartment. Right. Yeah, but um, I don't see the last. So the, last the trade, trade, last trade wasn't put on the tracker. But since I, I did, I think it, this trade's even. By the way, the last one. Sorry, I didn't get to chime in there. No, completely fine. I think completely it's fine. Um, so the last trade, I'll actually go over because once again, I was a part of it. Um, was a pretty big deal actually. Um, Greg, unfortunately, devastated by the Andrew Luck injury. Um, was nervous with Eli Manning's propensity to throw five interception games. Decided to go out and get a quarterback one. Um, which. Matthew Stafford is absolutely a quarterback one. Regardless whether you, you appreciate his game or not, he's a very talented quarterback. He, he does what he does well. He's doing fantastic. He does what he does well. He's your daddy. He's, he's daddy. And I'm very, very sad to let him go, but I, I like this move personally for myself. I know some people do not. Some people do. I'm on the team that I actually like this trade. Usually I have immediate trade regret pretty much on every single deal I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did was I traded Matt Stafford and trainers 2018 fourth for Buck Allen and Jonathan Stewart. So Buck Allen is the hot name in fantasy right now just because of the, his situation. Like mm-hmm. he, He's a talented pass-catching back, has a great situation now with Terrence West out, with Dixon out, with um, Woodhead. Grit out. Um, <laughs> and it looks like he's going to be a bell cow for this week alone. I, I mean, clearly Terrence West or, or maybe Alex Collins comes back next week. But for this week, he looks like he's going to be the, the lion's share of carries. Jonathan Stewart is on his way out, um, but it's going to split carries with McCaffrey. I don't trust McCaffrey to stay healthy. And I think towards the end of the season is where Jonathan Stewart's value is going to come, and especially a team that's trying to avoid last. I've never had a, a running back projected over five points consistently. So You had the crow. Well, I mean, two two running backs can mm-hmm. project. I usually have, like I said, the running back three and the running back seven. Um, <laughs> is really my strategy. So this is, this is I think, a, a, a good play for me. Greg gets his quarterback. What are your guys' thoughts? I expressed my thoughts in the group chat before that I don't like this for you mainly because I would have traded Stafford for a dynasty piece rather okay. than two short-term yeah. guys that are just helping you avoid last. I think if this was redraft, it's fair. But in dynasty, I don't, I don't like your side. Okay. I'd agree. I'm not a huge fan of avoid last place moves because you have the one win – I don't think your team was that bad that it needed two extra pieces. I agree with Chad. If you would have made a move for a younger player, a couple of young pieces, then I would have understood. Um, I hate that you make Greg better. Yep. But, um, and literally these are just two guys. Well, not, I guess Stewart wasn't a waiver pickup, but he's just doing so well with free agency pickups. and He's and just trades. flipping them. Absolutely. Um, so I do like his side more just because I think it helps him what he's trying to do more, more than you. Yeah, he's, he's a contender to win now. Absolutely. So, Especially if Luck doesn't come back. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it for you. I get your motive. But, like I said, I just don't love avoiding win last place moves. Completely fine. Completely fine. Well, hopefully Buck Allen becomes Belkow RB1 NFL MVP. Unless we'll I forget that you originally traded for Matt Stafford for a top five first. I did. Two I years did. ago. But, if you look at that in a vacuum... Amir Abdullah versus Stewart and Buck Allen. Who would you rather have? Stewart. Or, sorry, uh, Abdullah. Really? Yeah. So I don't agree with that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm also not the biggest Abdullah guy. I know I a lot like, of people I like are. Abdullah. I feel like he's very polarizing in the computer. Like I said, these two guys are on their way out. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, who would you rather have in that? Well, I didn't. I Abdullah or out. Stewart and Abdullah Allen. or Stewart and Allen. Abdullah or Stewart and Allen. That that's who it was. Pick five, and that's who I, I'm just saying. That's who got pick, picked. Picked pick right five. now. Yeah. Probably Stewart and Allen. Yeah, I don't agree. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Abdullah fan. I agree, he's talented. I just I don't. Uh, there's something something about him. I, Stewart's I don't always know. underrated. Oh, Stewart. I, yeah, I love Jay Stu. Jay Stu. Stewart's great. It's just his yeah. age and his... He's old. Yeah. That's just yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is. That's fair. What are you going to do? Well, that's going to do it with, with trades. I believe we do have some bets do as well. Bet? Do we have any bets? I don't know. I tried, to make, a bet. I tried to make a bet with Josh. Yeah, see, we didn't prep completely for this episode. We're kind of just winging it. Yeah, we didn't prep at all, actually. Yeah. Um... Oh, you mean Josh. Cooper Cup within 200 yards of Sammy Watkins. That was made now? No, no, that was a couple of days ago. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Uh, Cooper. Yeah, I take the cup side. Okay, okay. I've always been anti-Sammy. It's, no, it's it's, it's clear. Showing it's it's show it's completely it's accurate. Sammy is a terrible football player. Um, but I needed closure. I I could not <laughs> move on without closure. The what if I would never have had Sammy Watkins, and now Actually, I, know. I know. Now I know. I feel like this could be Sammy's game. We'll see. I hope so. I tried to make a bet with Josh today. Um, going you. back, going back through it, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Well, you remember? Should I start recapping the? You two absolutely matchups? should tee that up. Uh. <laughs> 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 um. So the week two matchup. So Josh, if you haven't read it already, Josh posts uh, weekly. Round what, what's the what's what I'm looking for recaps recaps yeah um, very well organized charts showing the most overperforming underperforming um, you know the original projections what ended up happening the little blurbs about each kind of makes our power ranking job easier because yeah. essentially he's better writer than I am and he's taking kind of like that uh, write up role so if you're a our, listener and you don't know where to find that by the way you're not a real listener yeah we'll, we'll, we'll plug at the end though so we'll still go with the week two matchups just go over some of the player. You know, breakthroughs and things that we're surprised about. And again, because Yahoo puts my team first, just because it's my account, the first matchup is me versus Itzler. And back-to-back weeks, <sighs> Itzler with a huge upset. That's one you hate to see. Yeah, you hate to see it. My, my team didn't play well. Now, I want to... Even if this didn't happen, I still would have lost. So I can have closure with that. But I want to know the odds. And someone maybe could do the math. Of First of all, a receiver catching three touchdowns in a game. Because that can't happen that often. It's got to be very slim. Very slim. And I have the quarterback that they throw to, and I'm playing the opponent that has that wide receiver. Like, I don't... The odds of that... Extremely unlucky. ...are so unlucky. It's like, the the odds of me even playing him this are 1-13, in right? Or 2-13, because I play him twice a year. And then I want to know how often the percentage of times a receiver catches three touchdowns, and then some kind of multiplier of that is what happened. Because every time he fucking threw a car had a touchdown pass, I, I, I lost gainage on him. So it's it was crazy. It's got to be less than 1%. It was wild. But even if Crabtree didn't have his 29 points, I wouldn't have won. So I have some closure with that. And, I mean, my team, team... laid a little egg this week. Yeah, Howard did nothing. That's still scary. The uh, Bills just got decimated all around. And then, yeah, Kerwin was the hot waiver pickup of the week and didn't do anything. Chris Johnson looks like to take that main role now, so he got a lot more. Even my IDPs didn't come through. Last last week I had 10 and, like, 15 points. Keekley puts up 6, and T.J. Watt leaves with an injury. 
So not a lot went right for my team this week. You know, Itzler stays hot. 144 is a great, great number. And, uh, you know, we'll preview his matchup next week. But, you know, 2-0. He's proven us wrong. So let me ask you straight up yes or no question. Is Itzler's 2-0 start a fluke? I don't, I don't think so. He, so no, you're saying no. I don't think so. I, I think he has a strong chance to be top seven. I don't know if he's going to make playoffs, but I think he can come in that seventh spot. Ed? It's not a fluke because it's... I mean, me and Nick didn't put up good numbers, but he put up good numbers. It's not like he beat us 113 to 111. and You know I mean? Like 144 yeah, yeah. would have beat a lot of the league. So, it's... I mean, Carson Wentz, I was kind of like skeptical about him coming this year. Has played very well. Love the Wentz. Um, Love Wentz. I put in my blurb two of the top... I mean, it's only two weeks in, but... Crabtree, I think, is the number one wide receiver right now, and Tyreek Hill is number like five. So if that sustains, which I don't, I still don't think it will be. I don't think it will either. But can he still string another like bunch of wins against Trainer and Riggio? And he does have a very weak schedule ahead of yeah. Him. I mean, I think it's. I don't think it's a fluke. He took advantage of the hardest two, like not the hardest two schedules you can have, but pretty yeah. tough back to back, and took care of it with ease. At least me with these. The other one was a little. 10%, which is at fucking 55% a second ago. Okay. Um, so, very impressive. I have nothing tip, tip of the cap. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see. Um, I mean, this should be an easy win against Ridge, which we'll go over, but... Shock the world. Shock, to, shock the world. Continue shocking the world. I, I, I think Itzler needs to change his team to shock the world. Uh, Maybe he doesn't want to mess with the feng shui, though. That's a good point. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, second matchup I have is Josh versus Eric. You know, we moved down Josh in the power ranking, but because he he won, but only put up 118 points. Mm-hmm. He just happened to beat Eric's pathetic. Yeah, dropped 86. Was that's not good. Really bad. Yeah, yeah. Leading score, but that's the thing though. Defense. I could, I consistently did that last year. People forget that I, I put multiple like 80, 90 point weeks. Oh, me up. too. Yeah, yeah. We we were both yeah. Last it year. was not good. Not to talk shit about Eric's team because Baltimore defense. Obviously, Tom Brady is a beast. If you take away Tom Brady, Baltimore was the second highest point total of anyone on their team. That's crazy. Baltimore D is elite, <laughs> and they're going to have another good game this week against. Um, they're playing garbage. Yeah, Josh didn't have a good week. No. last week. That's why he we. Just got, that's he why he got bumped on, down. Yeah, I mean, he would beat me, but yeah, he got. This was a, a lucky win for him. How often is Zeke going to have five points? Probably not often. Um, Broncos D's proven to be elite this year. I don't know what Zeke's head was at that game. He, you know, there's video of him kid taking off a few plays. Mm-hmm. Kind of strange. You think, you know, getting a second chance at this season with the re- with the suspension not coming through. You think he'd be more motivated. It's a little disappointment there as a Cowboys fan, but yeah, Eric, you got you got to think next week looks better. Not having to start Sims or Rawls for a combined one point. Yeah, that's that's what you gotta think. You gotta hope that that's it's better Corey than that. Coleman got hurt. But the thing is, I've done worse than that because remember Tyler Irvin put up like multiple negative point how games last year. How do you manage point one points? Just you just. It was a fumble. He fumbled. <laughs> okay. He had he had like three catches and he lost a fumble and that's what was it. All right. Next remember when up, Charles Sims was uh, going for first? Charles Sims like two years ago. Yeah. The next matchup was our very own, the Mad Chatter, just destroying. The Mythic Kojak, 155 points. I think the weekly high. Yeah. The, we- the weekly high. If not, you're the season high right now. You're the clubhouse leader in points four. There you go, Chess. Uh, it was a nice redemption matchup after last week's tough loss. And this was a balanced you. effort. I mean, you had 18 from Bryant, 13 from Landry, 19 from High, 26 from Hunt, 13 from White, 16. I mean, your whole team just went off. Yeah, the team did great. They performed for me this week. 
I gave him a big locker room prep talk. Before oh, this is the rebuild, man. This, yeah. this is the rebuild. The rebuild is is coming along. I, I can't really cannot be happier. Yeah, I don't know it. the ages of Hogan and White. I don't think they're they're not old. White's right? like twenty. James White likes twenty five. Yeah, Hogan yeah. is like twenty eight. Okay, so he's a little older, but you got some still some young pieces, and then I w- I've been trying to get Hyde a lot, and he looks great so far. He does start to teeter out late in the year when he starts getting worked more. He does get hurt. But for now, you got to enjoy the ride that you have him with. Yeah, that and was against Seattle, too. At at Seattle. Yeah. And then, obviously, Kareem Hunt. What more can we say about him? It's it's amazing what he's been doing for two games. Yeah. And then Kojak. <sighs> Bilal Powell's just been so disappointing. I really thought this was... I thought it was going to be That was your prediction last week. You yeah. said Bilal Powell's going to go off. I know. And I, I mean, he, they got destroyed, as predicted, and they just... They're not peppering him like I thought they would. Yeah. I mean, granted, I didn't... If, you told me your team's playing with 155. I don't think Powell's making that up. I just didn't think your team yeah. was going to explode for this much. And in Landry, we have 13 catches or something. 13 too. catches. It's out of control, which just proves, I mean, I said last week, you would have beat me if the hurricane didn't happen. You would have had Landry, and I'm sure that would have made up for the three But points. I probably would have started Brait. Arbor Hooper? Yeah, so we don't know. That's true. But, yeah, I mean, it's 95's not, not good. <laughs> you got Theo no. dropping six, and Brandon Marshall has been another disappointment this year. I thought he was going to be the red zone guy, and... Maybe be TD dependent, but I'm do assuming more. he's still got to be learning the offense or something because it does it doesn't make sense. It it doesn't. I, I mean, I guess he's at that age, but it, it really doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, Kojak we, is in a little bit of trouble here. Yeah, we have Kojak last in our power ranking. Just you just you hate to see it, but now yeah, you got Jermaine Curse, so maybe the, Ze- the Zeke trade really hurt him. Yeah, I mean the Sammy trade is looking like a good trade for him. I like that trade from the, for the two first, but that oh absolutely. I mean, the Zeke wouldn't have helped him this week, but it's just like a whole just new team, and it's not good. He committed to a rebuild. Yeah, I mean, I wish he had his own first. Fucking Riggio had it, and I just I tried to get it right away too. And he good, so good for Rich. First, good yeah. for Rich. Yeah. Um, next one was kind of kind of close for a little bit, but then Monday Night Football with the Falcons, and that was Monday Night, right? Falcons and uh, oh, Sunday Night, Sunday Night. So that game kind of broke it open for for Agent Lee over Wire. So I think it was pretty close, and it was Rodgers and Freeman versus uh, Galladay. And, yeah, Ryan. And Ryan. Explosion. It was almost like this was... Uh, Nick kind of was defeated at the end of the first half because Rodgers had a pathetic first half. Yeah. Exploded for the second half. Galladay had a, come, you know, back-to-reality type of game, which I don't think anyone's expecting to put up two touchdowns every game, but it is might. what it is. We don't know. <laughs> And not um, to mention, Nick left C.J. Anderson on his bench. Who another week. 31 points. Yeah, and he, last week he left uh, Gillespie on his bench. It just goes to show how good Nick's team is. Drop 155 without starting Anderson. And he's still waiting for Doug Martin to get back. Maybe Josh Gordon. T- I think T.P. is going to eventually figure it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of down on T.P. I'm I, don't still know, I don't know if he I'm, figures it out. That offense him. is making me nervous about Crowder. Yeah, I don't think. I think they'll get on the same page. I so. think, see, the thing is, I think Crowder has like a couple of good games. I don't know if T.P. does. He'll have a few. But I think the takeaway from this is um, you can't have your two flex guys combining for four points. You can't. Moncrief has been a colossal disappointment this year. Yeah, he's looked terrible. I mean, granted, they're... Neither, the Colts, I mean, Hilton the Colts are either. horrific. Yeah, true, but... That's just the luck effect. We'll see if Lowe and Luck comes back. I mean, you can't... I, I don't think he's going to be starting Moncrief anymore. I think he... No, he's putting Mixon in there. Yeah. That's... Against me. And I don't know if... I think he might be keeping Galladay. But he had hurt... I mean, you look at the bench... Hearns at 18, Stills at 10. I mean, you could do that with every team, play the what-if game. Should he really started Hearns? Maybe with the A-Rob injury, he should have over yeah. 
over Galde or Amon. Yeah, both, probably, both probably of them. Probably Mar- Mar- Marquise Lee got targeted like 12 times. Hearns hit a lot of targets, yeah. too. Spreading the ball around a little bit. A little bit. So, big win for Nick, for our division's sake. We still got three more. Um, excuse me. That was my, my laptop. <laughs> Chime in a little bit. Okay. We're, we're doing great with these sound <laughs> effects today. Door slams. I, the, uh, the closest matchup in totality was Mike over Rodgers. It was a 127-124. Yeah. Ty Montgomery. It was it was the running backs. Yeah, Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery. Oh. I think he had a late touchdown. And Jai still put up the numbers. He's getting work, man. Ty Montgomery. Freaking Witten with twenty points. I think he has the he has the most receptions so far through week two. That's crazy. Yeah. Does. Which is pretty funny. Well, J- Jimmy Graham left with the injury though, right? Uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but Mike's two and zero with. You know, Beckham doing nothing yeah. for two weeks. And that's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. I mean, get your wins while you can. 127 is nothing to sneeze at. It's still a decent score. So Mike's got to be thinking, just get to the playoffs. And if I get back, not that he's waiting for Beckham to get back, but just stay afloat. Yeah. And he's doing more than that. He's yeah. 2-0. and so. He had a favorable matchup week one with, with Rob, mm-hmm. who only scored 112. But yeah, I mean, to take down Rodgers with ODB not being fully healthy and not putting up numbers that he should be putting up is it's pretty big. Yeah, absolutely. Is uh, is Rogers the tight end whisperer? Because he had Jason Witten with twenty on his bench. He had Ebron with twelve, and then Everett with twelve. Maybe he did. Yeah. <laughs> that was his weakness too. His tight end. Hey, he, went, he addressed <laughs> it. He no, went out and addressed the tight end. That is funny. And then and Nick still has Willie Sneed waiting waiting to get off of uh, suspension. Douche. Yeah. yeah. Dude, sorry. Yeah. So that's yeah, and Sterling and Ander- I mean, I, I I didn't like Sterling Shepard this year, but Robbie Anderson making me look stupid. But big win for Mike. Uh, second to last. Oh, Deshaun Kaiser putting up six points. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that bad. It was bad. So Greg, you know, taking care of Tiz. It would have been definitely closer if he had a, a formidable quarterback. And then the Case Keenum effect coming into play in this matchup. It is, yeah, with Stefan Diggs, yep. And Jordy, Jordy dropping zero is also super unfortunate. Olsen, but Greg still won pretty easily. Yeah, the rest of his team. I mean, Gurley's... Is he, is he back? I think he might be back. Gurley and Keenan. It looks like uh, his two guys. His two dudes, yeah. Doug Baldwin's yet to break out this year, too. Makes me so happy. And Tampa Bay D scored 19 for him. I think he picked him up off... Uh, Greg has been very, Greg's been pretty good at streaming he's, he's, He knows his stuff. He did so against me in the playoffs with Atlanta. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he, I mean, he doesn't have any more. We had Buck Allen dropping 20 on his bench. Alshon. I mean, it seems just really deep. And Tiz he, left uh, Derrick Henry on his bench, too. Uh, he also left John Ross on his bench, too. <laughs> <laughs> the Chris oh, Car- Chris, Chris, Chris Carson pickup's a great pickup. Yeah. That's a great, is, great that pickup. Should be a I think he's going to run away with that job. He has I don't think Rawls gets it back. in his lineup now. His team's going to be looking better. Um, but you got to just see how Tough 0 min- 2 start for him. It is a tough 0 2 start. Yeah, oh, absolutely. His team's much better than that. But you got to hope that his his Minnesota players rebound with without Bradford. Hopefully, the Bradford injury is shorter than we think. Yeah. With that, with the Carson and a couple other pieces, now a real quarterback, his team could easily get some wins and sure. should get some wins. And then the last matchup, also a really close one, was Rob taking... I mean, Riggio taking out Rob. This came down to Monday night. Came down to Monday night. Yeah. Not good scores, but a win's a win. A win is a win. And it's a big win for Ridge. As far as, as far as Ridge, yeah, avoiding last place, a big win. I think we all agree Rob doesn't have a bad team. He just needs to stop starting Dalton and get another quarterback. And his oh, team, he's got, he picked up Simeon, so he'll be starting Simeon this week. Simeon who train. looked decent. He's been looking great. Um, Demarco's just fallen off this year. Yeah, I, I I feel like I haven't seen much of them at all in the red zone or really anything. But 
eight points and five points. Seen way more Derrick Henry. I gave up two firsts for him, and I, I was a, I was afraid that I was giving up a good win now piece to uh, win this year. I'm pretty damn happy with that trade you now. Be. Yeah. That I was looking for for just from week two, and we just said this week that what Henry Henry had twenty on the bench or something like that, so or twelve whatever. Yeah. So that's huge. I mean, Ridge is twenty five out of Chris Thompson and twenty one on JJ Nelson. Not sustainable to me. No. That's why this is a big, like, it just happened to both happen the same week. Snuck the win. Fournette looks great. I mean, that's weird. I mean, there were some people, maybe some skepticism, but, you know, he's proven to be the one-on-one. Love Fournette. Yeah. And Ingram does look good. He does. Oh, yeah. So, that that was still a good pickup from him. So, we'll see. Maybe he's not regretting that other trade that he did draft day as much. We'll see how, you know, Kamara pans out and what that pick becomes, but... It just seems like if Corey Davis, he looked good before he got injured. It looks like his at least his three picks are gonna are gonna pan out well. Yeah. So he can't be too mad. So he can be he can be pretty mad. No, he can be mad. <laughs> I think it's just because it was with Greg that just makes it so much worse. One hundred percent. Um. So that'd be doing it for the week two matchup. So we'll preview week three. Give our predictions. Do you yeah. have the Do you have the updated standings? Because I'm getting slaughtered. Updated standings. No, no. I'm sorry. The updated like us with our pickums. Oh yes, I do. Oh, Chad I has do it. Have um, there uh, is there is someone who's undefeated, I believe. Um, so currently, the records are from best to worst. Is Eric with he's six and one. Thank you, thank you very much. Oh, I, I thought it was undefeated. That's I'm five and two, and Ad is two and five. What game did I lose? Damn it! I feel like I'm doing this what I'm doing with March Madness when I try to find upsets that aren't gonna up. You know what I mean? Because you know yeah. that all the favorites are gonna win. Picked Rob last week. He lost the Rich. Come and on, and you start just looking for like weird matchups that don't yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm doing that, so I'm gonna let you guys go first this time. I'll read the matchups, okay. and then I might, I might just actually it's two. It's week three. It's too early to do that. <laughs> Face my decision off you guys. So we'll start with the more blowout projections. Is uh, Rogers versus Eric? I, I, Eric, you made some good trades so for some win now pieces. It's but you're still projected to lose by 40, 30. 30. Yeah, forty. Yeah, forty. say call it forty. It's a lot. It's not a little bit. So I think Rodgers probably wins this pretty easily. But his team has been a little bit of a disappointment this year. Yeah. He's never put up close to 150. Yes. So if he if he keeps putting up around like the low 120s, I mean your team did put that up week one. I I can poach a win. I don't. I still don't think I do. I I could see easily. I need I need the ASJ closure game. Um, he'll probably put up a zero. Did he come out up out of shape. This was that the report? He looked out of shape. Yeah, he may play. be inactive. There's like a 50-50 shot of him being inactive. I like your matchups more than I like his. I will say, but I think I don't think it'll matter too much. Yeah, no. Yeah, you know. Good for that's a good bounce back week for Rodgers after losing to Mike. Absolutely, but like we saw in the first and second week, anything can happen in fantasy football. Oh, of course, it's so much luck that you could easily put. Yeah. Not easily, I mean, but Ty- you could. Tyler Lockett hasn't emerged yet as NFL MVP, so he is oh, getting yeah, good yeah, amount of targets that. though. I mean, he has it, is it crazy that he, he catches a seventy-yard touchdown? And remember on my rant, he's always open. He is always open. He is. <laughs> he's literally always <laughs> open. Sorry about that. Uh, next kind of wider matchup: Agent Lee versus Team Triforce. This is a twenty-eight point spread. Like we said, Trainer is catching a little bit of un- you know he's got Cutler in there now. He's projected at one thirty, which is actually pretty good. He's only put up one hundred nine the first two weeks. I think it's just Diggs and, and Cook. How do they respond, or how do they do against the Tampa Bay defense, which has looked amazing week one or week two technically. They're week one, so I, maybe the matchups don't favor him in that regard. But it's I mean, he's going against the number one, and he's going against the guy. Yeah, he's gonna. He's going to be at 0-3. It's going to be an unlucky 0-3 for him. 
I feel yeah, like. I don't see a spot where I'm I'm afraid for Nick at all. Cincinnati doesn't look good. Well, he's got he's got to hope for a shootout then because he's got AJ Green as well. I feel like Tibbs would want Jordy Nelson to be out so Devontae Adams could get more targets. One hundred percent. That could be very that could be big. But yeah, I don't. Oh, because it can't. Cobb might be out too. No, Cobb might Cobb. also be. But out. now yeah. we're starting Henry and Carson, which, well, maybe ten is appropriate for Carson, but eight, eight point nine points a little, maybe a little lower for Henry. So maybe his teams have been a little underprojected here. But I'm gonna against still... Seattle. Tough. That's well, true. Well, Good I call. just carved him up though. Yeah. So I think we're still taking Nick, but this will I this will be his best week. I think Tiz. I think it'll be an upsetting. Maybe this is the week where Tiz would have beaten like half the league, but he's gonna lose. Yeah. Where like weeks one right. and two, he's he would have lost pretty much everyone. I think this will be a tough. I definitely loss for see Tiz. that happening. Yeah. Um. Next. And last matchup that we won't be predicting is Itzler, a heavy favorite, number one team against Rich. Projected yeah. to win by what twenty five. Yeah. yeah. This, this one's is, devastating for Ridge. When's the last Corey time Itzler's been a favorite in a matchup? Ridge also still has Corey Davis in his lineup. You know, I mean, he, he, usually, he usually looks late. Yeah, it's though. affecting the projections, yeah. though. So. so say he throws in Robert Lee Woods, so he'll be at 114. Still a heavy favorite. Yeah. Um, it's also, also, I think Ingram's concussed. I don't know if Ingram plays. True. So I think Ingram has That's points true. there. He's going to have to start another tight end. I don't know who he has. Kendall Wright's also hurt, and Eifert might be hurt as well. Yeah, I don't I don't see Ridge taking this one. But, yeah, I, I don't, like I said, I, you know, 2-0 is 2-0. I can't keep going against him. And against this matchup, I think he easily starts 3-0. And with only 13 games, that's that's a good, it's like, that's going to put him in top seven. Con- yeah. yeah, that's going to put him there. Yeah, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Itzler here as well. All right. You know, like I said in the in the write-up, I don't want Kojak to come in last. That's I, I, I yeah, love I don't him. think anyone does. I love him. He's a cool guy, but I don't, I don't, I won't get as much fun out of him doing something exactly. embarrassing. I don't really know him enough. I want to. Yeah, see... we need it to be like Rob. Rob would be hilarious. It would be amazing. And he's could be on his way there. It could be me. You... It could be Rob. It could be Ridge. Ridge. All, all good. All good. Tiz is it could good. Be, Tiz would be funny. It's going. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good. That's bottom a good four. bottom four. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll be happy for that. Uh, let's so let's start the pickup, man. Because my Yahoo, like I said, defaults to me. It'll be me projected to win by five over wire. Ooh. Um, haven't really looked into his. So Devontae Parker has been on the injury bug. He was held out of practice today. He was. Yep. So we'll see what you know. It could be a game time scratch or whatever. But we'll see how wire wants to play that. Um. McCoy, McCoy versus Denver's hurts. I don't like that matchup. But all the other ones, I don't, I don't hate my matchups. I'm, I'm throwing in Kamara for the first time. I haven't had a steady flex guy. Is, uh, is TJ out, Ed? I, I I'm gonna last minute. Yeah, last minute yep. pick up IDP. I have some guys on my bench I can drop. I didn't want to preemptively do it, but yeah. we'll see. There's some guys on the waiver that are are pretty strong on for IDP, so. I could I could monitor that. I like Pittsburgh's D this week against Chicago. I think that can do do well for me. Whereas Carolina D against the Saints may may not hold up as well. But we're both throwing out our uh, rookie first round running backs. I think for the first time because I'm not getting anything out of Kerwin. Paul Richardson broke his finger. I mean he'll he'll play, but I think Kamara's he'll he'll give me my eight points hopefully. Yeah. I think I think what it's going to come down to is your first flex. I think him having Galladay and you having Crowder. Mm-hmm. I think those are two coin flips. I'm actually I'm going to pick me, but I think I may go down because 
I don't know what I'm going to get from Howard, and he's playing Pittsburgh, and McCoy's versus Denver, and no one's ran well against Denver at all. Like, those are, if I had depth, those are two borderline benchable players, just based on their matchups and how Howard has performed. But I'm going to stick with me, because I'm not going to ever pick against me in these these games, but... This is tough. It's it's a little, yeah. it's a little ben, nerve-wracking. Benjamin going against New Orleans is great. Parker, if he plays going against the Jets, is great. I mean, Detroit's D look good against the Giants because it was the Giants, but are they like a formidable defense? Like, should, should I think Matt they're Ryan, just a good defense. I think they're just a good defense. They're at defense. Detroit, so Ryan's not playing in his, in, at home where he usually thrives more. Ryan's going to take away from Julio Jones, too. Oh, I like that. I'll, yeah, I'll take away from him. Yeah, you take away from him. Or whatever side you see it as. Because you can expect Julio Jones to go off, but... Well, it could be like the car a little bit with Ryan. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I will negate. Any, I mean, anything that good happens to Julio is bad for Ryan, for him, because I'll get more, I get more points for everything, for the yards, for the touchdown, for everything. So, Who I'm you gonna. Guys picking? This is tough. It's really it's really tough. I'm gonna um, go you. I think you're gonna bounce back. Okay. All right. Um. So in that case, I'm just gonna go wire so I can keep uh, keep my margin total higher. Worst case, I just tell you guys. Week three, you already worrying about that? Yeah. Pick what you think. Just pick wire or whatever. It's 50-50. That, that's, why, that's why I'm using that to pick. Um, so you're going to go first on this one. So the first... Oh, the next matchup is Rob okay. versus Demitha Kojak. Within 11 points, but... I, I think teams that have been underperforming. Someone's got to win. I think Someone's Rob, their first I win. I think Rob takes this one with Simeon. I think he finally gets over the Dalton, putting up 13 points. Um, I'm, I'm hoping DeMarco bounces back, too. Um, I think Rob takes it. You know, you never want to be starting Marcus Wheaton in your flex. And for that reason, I'm going with Rob. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's starting four, He's starting too many Jets. But that's his team has always been the Jets. <laughs> I know. Just two is too many for me. So I'm also going to go with Rob. Rob gets his first win, and Kojak, unfortunately, will be cemented in last place. We don't want it. I, I want to root for Kojak. You know what? I'm picking Kojak, because I want to root for him. He's picking Kojak. I'm picking Kojak. I want him out of last place because I don't care if he dresses up in a in a goofy outfit. I don't. Back, you're picking Kojak back to back weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's <not> it's right. <laughs> bold, bold call, but <laughs> there's there's a trend Dead. here. There's a trend. You know, I'm just gonna hope for the Cobb. I'm gonna hope for Cobb. Okay. Hope for Jordan Nelson. Banged up a distraction, Jordan Nelson. But Cobb's also hurt. Cobb also hurt. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go for Hop. You're right. You're going with Hop. <laughs> yeah. I'm picking with my heart, not my brain. Uh, the third matchup, as I scroll down, is Muller versus uh, Dooch. So cross-division rivals. Super close. The number two and three ranked power ranks for us. They're both powerhouse teams. Both are just super deep. I think it just comes down to Beckham. Yeah. If he if he's fully healthy and we know he's fully Not this like, oh, we saw him warming up in drills. That doesn't really mean anything to me. He looked good in drills, but he didn't do anything in the game. Uh, but Philly's these good. You know what? It doesn't matter how good Beckham Actually, is. Actually, Eli I, I has no it, time to throw. I don't even know about that because Jordy may not play either. So let's say ODB and Jordy are out. Then who do you pick? Jordy's, Jordy's practicing though. I think he's going to play. You think he's going to yeah, play? Who do I pick? I would. Then I would still pick Greg. I think Greg seems to still better. Yeah, I, I think I'm leaning Greg here. I'm not banking I'm on go, Ty being that good. Anymore. Oh, because Greg can then just throw an Alshon who will have like eight points. I'm going Greg solely based on the two flex spots. Jordy Nelson and Amari Cooper versus Thielen and Jaquiz. Well, he can easily put those in his top two and have Baldwin. And- Guys, wide receivers are so good. They're they're so good. He's very very good. So His whole team's good. I'm gonna I mean, go Greg. Yeah, I'm taking Greg. You're agreeing a lot here, unfortunately. 
I mean, the only different pick is uh, Wire right now. I mean, how do I root against and Daddy? I, I hope it's Greg, too, because... Because Greg has him now. But I love Daddy. And I have him in He's my dad's league, so I gotta keep running I have for Daddy him. I like in them. so I like, many leagues. <laughs> I like when not good teams... Well, I mean, that's I mean, not a good thing, but I like when like other teams that aren't a threat have players I, of course. I have in other leagues. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, I, I don't feel bad rooting for them. But, um... Yeah, his team's just good, and everyone... Look like Keenan's back, Gurley's back. And we'll see tonight. Huge matchup tonight with uh, with Gurley playing, even though when you listen to this, that will already be done. But we'll see. And the last matchup, the closest matchup, maybe the closest we'll ever get to a projection. And it's closer online than it is on the on the app, but Chad versus, uh, versus Josh. He versus Josh. Projections are literally a point, and I've seen him as close as .1 points on the website. I don't know why it's different. It's really weird to me. It is really strange. But Chad's projected to win... But it's it's essentially fifty fifty per Yahoo, so this is like I said in the chat. It's gonna come down to tonight. I got Hyde going. He's got Garcon, Cup, and an IDP. That's I big. feel like yeah, tonight's gonna be you, you'll be able to figure out. You think? I feel like with pretty good confidence, who will win? He's got his bar receiver two and a flex. Can I finally? Can we finally have a game where maybe Cream Hunt isn't unbelievable? Think but the thing is, though, even if he's not unbelievable, he's still gonna put up like twelve points. Yeah. You know what? I, and, and Landry can easily go off against yeah, the Chats. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Chad easy. Easy? I don't yeah. think it's easy. I think it's an easy win for Chad. I'm going to go with me because I'm with Addison where I just never, I'm never going to pick against myself. Yeah. I'm going to go Josh. I think Zeke has his bounce back game. Um, I like Demarius Tom. Well, Buffalo Z's not bad either, but Pierre Garçon's got to figure it out eventually, right? He's been, pr- uh, that was like a sneaky, another one of those guys. Like, well, he's, he's older, though. I he's, mean, I, I do think he has, 11 points I, the first I think he does four. better. But I saw today he has two touchdowns in his last 13 games. Yeah. Pierre Garçon does. But I think well, he was more a of a PPR underrated. guy always, though. I feel like he was never really a dominant touchdown threat, unless I'm just forgetting. Honestly, I think this the tonight's game is going to be like 6-3. to three. Yeah, it could be. And that hurts you more with Hyde? Then him with Garcon. Who was his other? Oh, and Cup, yeah. And this is going to be Duke's first game without Coleman, right? He just broke his hand last week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it could be poised for a pretty big game. And I kind of just want to root for Zeke. And for... uh, I'm not sure what you're going to get. Cousins is still... I think this is the game that he I hope so, because for Crowder. But you can't have 14 and and basically 14 both games. So I'll just go with Josh because we're agreeing too much. So oh, there you have it. There you have it. There's only only one. So we're all picking Rob. We're all picking Greg. Me and Chad are picking me, and you're picking Wire, and then you two are picking Chad. And I'm picking Josh. We'll see what happens. Best of luck to you all. Best of luck to you as well, man. Yeah. Um, also, also before before we end, I want to go out and make a bold prediction. Go on air. Um, I think Josh Reynolds has a touchdown tonight for the Rams. I think he goes out, he does his thing, and... Josh Reynolds. I think Josh You're Reynolds... digging deep, man. <laughs> I think Josh Reynolds... I actually, funny enough, just picked him up mid-podcast. Did you? Yeah. Nice, man. You should, right, you should just, throw me a starting lineup. I kind of want to, but I'm not going to, because I think Geronimo Allison is... Oh, you dropped Sam. I dropped Geronimo Sam. <laughs> I, I finally, finally ended the Sims era. I'd rather cut him than you give me a fifth. Um, this was the fishing pod. Also, the confusion, too. So, if anyone wants to reply to this after they hear it, maybe you two know it. I brought this up in our chat. How did Greg pick up Thielen three minutes after you dropped him without going on waivers? McKinnon. Yeah. Um, so, I think it's because if you have a person for a, like under a certain amount of time, I don't know what that time threshold is, no they way. don't go to waivers. So, if it's, if it's like under like an hour or something. How long did you have McKinnon for? I 
I thought it was longer than the threshold, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't understand. No, my, that. my theory is if you just straight up drop it, a guy and you don't like transact him, like dropping him to pick up someone else, then I, they go yeah. to waivers. If you just straight up drop someone, well, let's look right now. You just you just flat out drop Sims, right? You didn't. Drop but I've Sims. had Sims for the whole season, so I think Sims would go to waivers. We'll test that right now. Why would it work like that, though? I don't know. That I don't know. It would be, I, but I, I was going I think it's more of a defense thing to like stop someone from picking up eight defenses and dropping them and screwing everyone else over. I've actually thought about doing that. Yeah, exact, I, I don't. I don't think that'll. I don't think that's what I think it's in place to do. I've actually had that like sneaky of course, like dirtbag yeah. move. Oh, when you put it that way, it makes kind of That's why I think there's a time zone. I just don't know what the time zone is. Like, if you have, like, a buy, and it's, like, after... Like, for Rob, if I picked up every quarterback and dropped him, and then Rob was forced to play Dalton again. Yeah, that's interesting. You need right? something to prevent that. That's what I think it's a time threshold. So Sims is on waivers, but you couldn't have had Thielen for that long, could you? I don't even see where you McKinnon. picked him up. I, what so, you saying? No, it used Thielen. Um, <laughs> I, he, I had McKinnon on waivers, and then I dropped him immediately for... Um, might have been like Tyler Irvin or something. I don't know. I'm scrolling. You picked him up September 20th at 3 a.m. Yep. <laughs> I, and, I was. I went to the bathroom. I couldn't and you sleep. You dropped him <laughs> September 20th at 8:30 a.m. So yeah, I think so it's same just the same day. day. Okay, that's fair. Because you're right. I, I've thought about doing that. Of like course. If someone has yeah. a bye week or whatever. And you used to be able to do that. They actually made fun of that joke on the league, oh, yeah, where the um, like Nick Kroll just like picked up every defensive kicker and cut like just cut them immediately, <laughs> and they all went to waivers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess there's. Uh, I'll be curious to know the threshold, actually. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll reach out to Yahoo. I'll send them an email now. Let's see what it is. Cool. And we now we yeah we did it. So yeah, let's, we let's did. Let's go watch We're, some football. Let's go watch. Let's go get some eat. food. Let's get some food. Absolutely. Well, you guys let's heard it check. here first. It's um, so some bold hot. In predictions. This room. It's like 90 degrees in here. I'm trying to turn 98 degrees. 98 degrees. I'm trying to think of a song. The hardest thing, or is that just Nick Lachey? I think I don't know actually. It's the hardest. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for this edition of the podcast. Keep an eye out for Josh Reynolds oh, in yeah. eight minutes. And uh, Chad, why don't you hit him up with the social media? At Elite Dynasty Pod. You already know what it is one time. Uh, I don't got anything. Just join the AC. Ad is literally just melting. Well, good night, guys. Enjoy the game, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Later. Peace.